0: This is Democracy on the Move. (music) Democracy on the Move is a podcast tribute to the people and organizations who dare to reimagine our nation and drive it toward its true principles of democracy. This episode is being released on Sunday, February 6, 2022. I'm Dan Schaefer, your host for today's podcast, and thank you for joining us. The title of today's podcast is Transparency. It has been said that information is the currency of democracy. This quote is often attributed to Thomas Jefferson. But the consensus among historians is that Jefferson never uttered those words, but he came close to saying it in one of his letters to Pierre-Samuel Dupont de Nemours. Dupont was one of the leaders of the French Revolution, and Jefferson, as you probably already know, spent many of the first years of our nation as the United States Minister to France, where he became acquainted with Dupont. Jefferson and Dupont were students of political science, and though they had several disagreements in philosophy, They found much more to agree about. So, it was in a letter that Elderly Jefferson penned in 1816 in which he commented on many things, including the qualifications of people to become voting citizens. Jefferson was, at the time, highly progressive and believed that all men in a nation should be citizens and have voting rights, whereas DuPont advocated for a set of strict literacy tests. In either case, both men believed that citizens who determine the destiny of their nations should be familiar with the consequences of their votes. To Jefferson, it was imperative that citizens know and understand their government, which would require transparency. Transparency was, in both men's views, a necessary component to supporting a democratic society. Jefferson's words in this letter said, and I quote, Enlighten the people generally, and tyranny and oppressions of body and mind will vanish like evil spirits at the dawn of day. He went on to say, Although I do not, with some enthusiasts, believe that the human condition will ever advance to such a state of perfection as that there will no longer be pain or vice in the world, yet I believe it's susceptible of much improvement, and most of all in matters of government and religion and that the diffusion of knowledge among the people is to be the instrument by which it is to be affected. A more contemporary translation might indeed be that information is the currency of democracy. Now I can only add that the free flow of information concerning the inner workings of our government, what we call transparency, is enshrined in federal laws such as the Freedom of Information Act, abbreviated as FOIA. Indeed, the homepage of the FOIA.gov website says, The basic function of the Freedom of Information Act is to ensure informed citizens, vital to the functioning of a democratic society. Now, this idea of information being the currency of democracy is recognized by our federal government. So if there is information that you feel is necessary to know, you are free to file a FOIA request, Just go to the FOIA.gov website and read the instructions on how to proceed. Now, it may cost you some money because the federal government is allowed to charge an hourly rate for the time it takes to research and acquire the information. If the result of your request amounts to more than 100 pages of documents, you may need to pay for the cost of photocopying. Overall, however, the costs seem fairly reasonable, at least to me anyways certainly within the budget of media and nonprofit organizations like the ACLU. But there's always the possibility that you will be denied the information. Now, there are a variety of reasons for the denial, the most prominent being that you may be asking for information that is top secret, or perhaps it reveals personal information that's inappropriate for general consumption. Unfortunately, it may also be denied because it may reveal trade secrets of private companies. That's something which I personally have an issue with. I mean, after all, we pay private companies to research information, so technically the information belongs to the people. But I could devote an entire series of podcasts to that subject. But there is one way which you may be denied information, and I bring this to your attention at this time due to personal experience. The custodian of records, that's the people tasked with fulfilling your request, may determine that they have no documents that are compatible with your request. In other words, you may be asking for something that doesn't exist. But here's the thing. What if they simply say that the documents do not exist? How are you to follow up and clarify what is meant when they say that the documents do not exist? In other words, what's to prevent you from being stonewalled? When the custodian of records says that the documents do not exist, there seems to be no recourse for further investigation. Well, if you've been tuning into the Democracy on the Move blog recently, you'll know that I've been frustrated by this very issue. As you may know, I live in Missouri, and I found out that the state of Missouri has its own brand of the Freedom of Information Act. In Missouri, it's called the Sunshine Law. It's essentially the same thing. You're able to request information in the form of documents from various state departments, and by law, the state must reply within a certain period of time. So last October, that's October of 2021, I made such a request. I asked the state to produce the travel expense reports for our state attorney general, a guy by the name of Eric Schmidt. Now, you may recognize Eric Schmidt's name as it comes up from time to time in both local and national news. He's been on Fox News a number of times. Why all the publicity? Well, here it is. There is an open Senate seat up for election this year, and Eric Schmidt is gunning for that position. In that capacity, he pursues lawsuits against schools and private businesses that attempt to implement any sort of COVID mitigation whatsoever, whether it be simple masking or vaccine mandates. He also campaigns heavily on the topic of illegal immigration. Basically, any issue considered to be on the extreme right, he pursues with an almost religious zealousness. Eric Schmidt follows in the footsteps of Senator Josh Hawley. Senator Hawley also used the state attorney general's office as a springboard to propel him to the U.S. Senate. Personally, I think Mr. Hawley has been an embarrassment to the state of Missouri. He's the guy that infamously raised his fist to a highly energized crowd on January 6th, just before they raided the Capitol in an act of insurrection. Anyway, back to Eric Schmidt. Last October, he flew to Texas to visit the border with Mexico and make a number of proclamations. It was obviously a publicity stunt meant to boost his Senate campaign, and he posted videos of it on his campaign Twitter feed. Upon seeing this stunt, I immediately called the Attorney General's office and asked if Eric Schmidt had charged his trip to Missouri taxpayers. I was told that since Mr. Schmidt was acting in the capacity of Attorney General, the state had indeed paid for his trip. I therefore complained. I mean, I'm not comfortable with having Missouri taxpayers foot the cost of a campaign trip. It's not fair to the taxpayers, and it's not fair to the other folks that are running for the same position. That call was on Friday, October 22nd. The following Monday, October 25, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch ran an editorial entitled, Was Schmidt's Texas Trip a Campaign Event or Official Action? Both, it seems. The editorial went on to say that the state-paid press secretary for Schmidt's office, Chris Noel initially told the Post-Dispatch the trip was fully state-funded. He later specified that, quote, the state paid for my trip, the campaign paid for Eric's trip. So it looked to me like Eric Schmidt tried to get away with having the state pay for the entire trip, and then he used that trip as part of his online campaign. But, when pressed into a corner by the media, the story suddenly changed. So that seemed kind of fishy to me. I'm not an accountant, but I know what it means to co funds, and I know that co-mingling public money is a severe offense. Hey, I worked long enough in aerospace to know that people can get thrown in jail for such offenses. So I filled out a Sunshine request. I requested a copy of all expense reports starting in January 2020 through that October trip to Texas. If you look at the blog on the Democracy in the Move website, you'll see what happened. After waiting an amount of time that, by the way, exceeded the law, I finally received a response. The response was not entirely unexpected, though I was disappointed nevertheless. The response said, quote, In response to your above-referenced request received by our custodian of records, we have searched our records and have no records responsive to your request. Yes, government agencies responding to FOIA or Sunshine requests are allowed to provide that response, assuming they're being honest about it. But as I said before, what's to prevent them from lying? I mean, you may be asking a liar to tell you he's lying. Do you think you're going to get an honest response? I followed up with another letter to the Attorney General's office asking for clarification. To me, it's unfathomable that there are no trip expense reports. Now, I've personally taken hundreds of trips for private companies all over the world, and I had to account for every single penny of my expense. Further, all the records of my expenses were digitized and filed for accounting and tax purposes. Anyway, needless to say, the Attorney General's office did not answer my follow-up letter. I also got in touch with Elad Gross. He ran for the Attorney General position in the last election, but lost in the primary. Lately, he's filed a lot of Sunshine requests on other similar matters. Elad doesn't have time to work on my Sunshine request, though I did receive some words of encouragement from him. So, fast forward to just a couple weeks ago, and our Attorney General is at it again. He took yet another trip to the Texas border and posted a video of himself boating on the Rio Grande with our U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. The video was posted on his online campaign account on Twitter. So this time, I decided to call the Attorney General's office again and speak to someone directly. I wanted proof that this campaign trip was not paid for by Missouri taxpayers. The result was, again, disappointing, but not altogether unexpected. What struck me was the sheer coldness and callousness from the individual on the other end of the line. Yes, I recorded the conversation and I'll play it for you at this time. As you'll hear in this audio clip, this individual said that the trip was not funded by Missouri taxpayers, but he refused to go any further. He had difficulty reconciling the fact that the Attorney General apparently did not use his own personal time for the trip, He continued to charge his time to the state of Missouri, but the trip expenses were paid by an entity other than the Missouri taxpayers. In my experience, lying can usually be detected by finding the inconsistencies. When I inquired for more detail, well, basically, I was stonewalled. Note that in this audio clip, I blanked out the name of the individual on the other end, even though I was incredibly frustrated with his response. And I have to admit that I was frustrated with him on a personal level. Yet I don't think it's right to reveal his real identity and subject him to unnecessary harassment. At the end of the day, he was just doing his job, and I'd have to say he did it pretty well. He effectively clouded the lens of transparency.
1: I'm sorry, Attorney General's office.
0: This is- Hi, my name is Dan Schaefer. I'm calling uh, from just south of Fenton, uh, Missouri, here near St. Louis in Jefferson County. Uh, I had a question for you. I was wondering if the Attorney General has completed his trip to Texas at this point.
1: Yeah, if you would like any travel records, you can certainly request them to the Sunshine Law process.
0: Yeah, you know, I did that last October, the last time you took a trip to Texas, and I got the uh, a response back that said that um, in response to your above-referenced request received by our custodian of records, we have searched our records and have no records responsive to your request. So that seemed to be a dead end. So I'm trying to figure out what exactly I need to ask for in order to actually be successful at this endeavor. Otherwise, i will just spend another month and get another one of these letters. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, we wouldn't be able to supply you with that answer if there are no records um, of that you were requesting, and then there would be no records for us to produce. That's the bottom line.
0: Right, so let me ask you a question then. Does he use his own personal credit card, or does he use a credit card from the office whenever he books these trips and, and pays for meals and yeah, hotels? there's
1: and been multiple reports that this has not been paid for by the state of Missouri.
0: This has not been paid for. So, so then, not, so none of this trip was paid for by the state of Missouri, then, correct? Is that
1: what you're correct. saying? Correct. The trip was not paid for by the state of Missouri.
0: Okay, so that's a good that's a good answer there. I was wondering also then, um, does the ter- when you when the attorney general does make a trip, does he use a credit card from the office, or does he use his own personal credit card and then get a reimbursement?
1: Yeah, once again, the trip was not paid for by the state of Missouri.
0: And my next question then would be, um, um, who does pay for this trip? Do you know
1: who did pay for this trip? I wouldn't be aware of that, no.
0: Okay, and next question uh, is, uh, when he was in Texas, I would assume he's not uh, working in capacity as the attorney general for Missouri. So is he taking his own personal vacation time during that time?
1: Again, I wouldn't be at will, at liberty to share that.
0: What um, is there a reason why you can't share that with me?
1: No, I wouldn't be aware of um, his vacation time. He was there in the capacity as the attorney general, as um, he has stated multiple times that it, it's something that is important to our state, the effects of the border are felt here in Missouri.
0: So, but that being the case, then he wouldn't be able to use that for his campaign, then would he? because he's campaigning for Senate. So I would think he would have to charge his time to vacation time as opposed to charging it to uh, working in capacity as the attorney general
1: for Missouri. Does- Yeah, you didn't ask a question there, so.
0: Well, no, I'm counteracting what you just said. You said that uh, he was working in, in capacity as attorney general while he was while he was taking his trip in texas however i was pointing out that um his uh his trip to texas was used for his senate campaign so
1: used in what capacity
0: well he put he put on his twitter feed his campaign twitter feed uh videos of his trip to texas you know when he took the boat out and and went out over, um, the right. Re- re- uh, he also
1: discusses, um, you know, attorney generals and that's his personal Twitter feed that is on his campaign Twitter feed.
0: Mm, no, what's his campaign Twitter feed.
1: No, that would be his personal Twitter feed. Mm,
0: it's his campaign Twitter
1: feed. Okay.
0: Um, so it, 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 we'll agree to disagree sorry, about sorry, that. Would but,
1: you have any more questions for the office, sir?
0: Yes. I have, I have one more question. Uh, do you? And it's going to be repeated the same question. Does he, when he takes trips, does he normally charge it to? I
1: already answered that question, and with the answer being. The state of Missouri did not pay for that trip in any capacity.
0: That's not what I asked, though. I asked whether he— That answers your question, sir. No, it doesn't, because I want to know when he takes a trip— Let's say he doesn't go to Texas. Let's say he goes to Washington, D.C. for official business.
1: Have, I have once again already answered this question, sir.
0: You, you haven't answered the question. You answered a yes, different I have. question. You
1: just are not satisfied sort of with the answer, but unfortunately, that is the answer.
0: It has nothing to do with the question I asked. I yes, asked when he normally goes on a trip, does he charge to a charge card within the office or does he charge to his own personal charge card yeah. and then get reimbursed from the office?
1: I've answered that question.
0: No, you haven't. I, I want to go on record. Yeah, I have answered that question. What's your name? What's your name, sir? i are not
1: going go wrong in circles here, so I've answered that question. Well, you're the, one that's, Patrick you're Patrick the one that's Lash.
0: pushing us in circles here. I'm trying to go in a no, straight I've line. Now. What, is, what, question, is your name, what is your name, sir? What is your name? My name is... Okay, good. So um, I'm just gonna record this as being you're not answering that question. You answered a different question, and we'll just ha- it sounds like you're not gonna give me an answer, is the answer. So that's the way I'm interpreting it.
1: You can interpret it however you would like.
0: Okay, well, then if I fill out a Sunshine request, will I get an answer to that question then?
1: You'd get any records that would be open.
0: Okay. Sounds like I'm being stonewalled again. Um, I I went through this last October, too, and this is just uh, this is extremely frustrating because I just want to know. I don't care if if the AG wants to campaign for Senate, that's fine. As long as he does it on his own time and pays for it on his own nickel. You told me he's paid for that trip on his own nickel. And yet the time that he charged was not on his vacation time. So he was working in capacity as the attorney general. I, I
1: did not say that, sir.
0: Oh, well, what what capacity was he working in when he went to Texas then?
1: Right. As I explained, um, you know, the attorney general has been very clear about how the border affects Missouri and how it affects the work we're doing here at the attorney general's office is how I answered the question.
0: Okay. So that gave me the impression then that he was working as capacity in the capacity of attorney general when he was on that trip to Texas. Is that correct? Okay. Is that correct?
1: I mean, you can interpret that answer however you'd like. Well, to.
0: you see that you see the conflict here, right? Because if he's working in capacity as the attorney general while while going on a trip to Texas, then why is he not charging the trip to Texas to Missouri taxpayers? You're having it both ways. I guess silence means you're not going to answer that question because, look, That's I'm not, trying, I'm not trying to that do a gotcha. Late. I just want the honest answer here, okay?
1: I've answered your questions as honestly as possible. Okay, like I I'll,
0: said. I'll, I'll take that as an answer then, as, on, as honestly as possible, because it sounds to me like you're not going to answer it with 100% honestly, but you're, you want to keep your job, so you're going to answer it as honestly yeah, as possible. Yeah, again,
1: you can interpret what I'm saying, which you have done um, in a variety of ways today, and so that's absolutely fine, sir.
0: I'm just trying to, draw the, trying to connect the dots, sir. I'm not trying to trip you up or anything. You say one thing, and then you say another, and I try to connect the dots, and you say, no, the dots cannot be connected.
1: Again, you can interpret however you'd like the answers I've given you today.
0: Well, I interpret it as you're not being cooperative, so we'll just have to leave it at that. All right, sir. I appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. About halfway through this discussion, it became obvious to me that I wasn't going to get a straight answer, so I thought at that point I should figure out how to structure my next Sunshine Request in order to ask for the correct information. I was hoping to at least learn about the process involved when filing expense reports. My reasoning is that if it can be determined whether the Attorney General uses a credit card provided by the state of Missouri, then it should be a simple matter to ask for a copy of the credit card statements. The guy on the other end probably figured out what I was looking for and therefore he would not answer any related questions. So I will now file another Sunshine request. On this next go around, I will ask for a copy of the procedures used by the Attorney General's office when filing travel expenses. This is really going to slow down my investigation, but the truth will come out sooner or later. I hope it does anyways. If information is the currency of democracy, then transparency is the means by which information reveals itself. Yes, there are people within our government that really do believe in this profound truth. They're the ones that fight for the Freedom of Information Act and Sunshine Laws. Legislatures at both the state and federal level have passed laws that demand such transparency, and ordinary citizens would do well to take advantage of these mechanisms to help ensure our democracy. News organizations have always believed in this principle. In fact, the subtitle of the Washington Post puts it simply, Democracy Dies in Darkness. But those of you listening to this podcast, I urge you not to rely on the mainstream media to do all the legwork. They too are subject to the personal whims of their editors and publishers, and so they may not provide all the facts. They too can bury Stonewall and cover up stories that don't fit into their editorial and business goals. As in so many things in life, it often takes individuals to soldier through the issues in pursuit of the real truth, because the only enemy of tyranny is truth. So take my word for it, it really doesn't take much to fill out a Sunshine Request or a Freedom of Information Request. Sure, it may cost a little, so get together with your buddies and chip in a few dollars each, or join forces with other organizations that are pursuing the truth by making such inquiries into our government. Democracy is not a solo sport. I'll close now by quoting Thomas Jefferson's words again Enlighten the people generally, and tyranny and oppressions of body and mind will vanish like evil spirits at the dawn of day. You've been listening to Democracy on the Move, a tribute to all those people and organizations who dare to reimagine our nation and drive it back to its true principles of democracy. Please tune in each week where we will feature guests and topics that will help keep you in touch with our march toward a more perfect union. If you have any questions or suggestions or if you'd like to sponsor future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Just send us an email at info at democracyonthemove.org or contact us on our webpage at democracyonthemove.org slash contact. Democracy on the Move is all one word. Theme music, Murky Waters, performed by El Rey Music, used under license from Shutterstock. I'm Dan Schaefer, your host for today's podcast, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in. It's been my pleasure to be with you today. Please have a safe week ahead. We hope you'll tune in again next week.